need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, people. Happy Monday, the 27th of November. Welcome to TDA, the day after. Your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And as Margs always says, you are hosted by some of the best people in the industry. I am one of them. My own royalty. It's your girl. Morvim. Morvim, Morvim. I don't have it in me today, but it's your girl, Justine, representing the fitness queens in the scene. Ow. The tired. Ow, invite. <laughs> Ow is right. I'm, I'm, I'm that darn bad. I contemplated eating sweets for breakfast. Wow. Yeah, you guys. Imagine? Thank God. It's got beats in January. We've got to be girl. going out like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no, no. And they call me you, man. Kind. That just reminded me. Okay, there we go. There's someone I speak to that always just complains about the level of your voice, hey man. Yeah. What, so about you, you whispering. Serious? Yeah, man. I think because oh, like, when you talk, that like, you talk down at the mic. Yeah. Ain't that better? Not, not to this person. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what they call me, you man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer, and news analyst, and of course the melanin is jam-packed. Always, man. But always. Do I have to give you more jumpers or something? Speak me. No, do you know it is? That's I figured. crazy. That's actually mad. Can't mm, lie to you. It's true. But <laughs> my argument is... There we go. As long as one thing is... You know what I'm saying? No, I don't think it works no. that way. No? Bro, let me look at you quickly. Just got the hat and a hoodie. I just think that's a bit... Well, you need to mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> don't be out here snitching on me. <laughs> No, but you people are entirely correct. No, but man is brandless. Man is named like there's no there's mm. empty. Okay. You're the full on of a match. <laughs> <laughs> That's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I was showing that one's top heavy. So this is a, a higher number on top of the smaller brand. Love that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's all subliminal messages I'm saying. Is that to the right? People. <laughs> yeah, man. You know? And you're lucky because your mic actually covers the brand. This is what I'm saying. It's all intentional. Fair. Fair. Trying to say that the new black on top of any other brand. You know what I'm saying? Love that. that. What I'm seeing is Pum. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we support female rights here, so. (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) I actually don't get more supportive than that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I would love that, man. Let me wear this every day, man. I'm so done. Can we do like something where we have start to like drop subliminals? Mm. Do you know like with shows, there was a period where it's like, oh, this has got a subliminal message, this music, this, this. I've always wanted to be part of that. I want to drop subliminals here and there. If we could put our heads together mm. and come up with something, we can just have subliminal stuff and that no one would ever clock onto. What are you talking yeah. about? Like, cool? private jokes? Just things. I just want 
You know, like secrecy. So just anything. <laughs> you can't wait to start <laughs> talking to you in code about your secrets. Yeah, why not? Definitely right, not. Let's do it. Yeah, you do it all the time to me. <laughs> no, I just look at you. He looks at me like it triggers straight away. Or do you know what's yeah. so funny? Because of where I sit here, he doesn't even have to look at me. All I feel is... <laughs> he, all I feel is... Yeah, <laughs> like he's smiling at the screen, and I know why he's smiling. Whenever I say something, once I see, because the way I see him now, like I'm seeing half of his body outside of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Once I start to see him roll back and McNair, man, mm. fish your front. Don't do this. We're not doing this thing. Mm. No, not subliminal about our secrets that they can never get out. I mean, subliminal about I don't know, just stuff to to do with us or something. Mm. I think I'm like, my wicked heart will activate, <laughs> and I'll let y'all know. But yeah, how's everyone? There? How's everyone's weekend? Right. Beats and bands tickets are out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Go check them out. Don't carry last. Yes, yes, yes. They mm-hmm. are out. Do you know what's so funny? It feels so far away, but it's really not. It's really not. Mm. That to me, I'm like, oh, we've got like two months. Yeah. But realistically, yeah, it's I know that it's gonna just literally fly by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the last one came by quick as well. Yeah. Even they felt like it was far away. And even when I think about it, in terms of like um like the amount of time I gave myself, like from when I released tickets to when the event was. Mm-hmm. It's literally practically like the same amount of time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Maybe so, it's the time of the year. The time of the year now makes it feel like it's um closer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be fair. Oh. Okay, well. The pressure. It's not getting worse in Jesus' name. Napoleon's rubbish. Oh, serious? He's Napoleon. The yeah. film? Yeah. I never heard of that a day in my life. It's like a history film, I think. Yeah, isn't that about the French? Yeah. 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 What do you mean it's rubbish then? Isn't that the history? I can history be rubbish. It was a poor. <laughs> it's poor. Yeah, it was a storyline in that. Uh, I want to say Color Purple. The trailer also. looked wavy. Mm. But okay. The real life thing. Mm-mm-mm. What's it, his name? He souped up that. Joaquin, um, Joaquin Felix. Felix. Phoenix. Okay. You know the guy from um, Is he black? Joker? No, white man. Mm. No, he's like a man. Hispanic something. I only see black. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> kind of a black Napoleon. <laughs> if you had the new black hoodie you would not be saying something like that <laughs> okay well so how long was it was it one of those three hour yeah oh gosh mm. I would have napped I would have napped woken up still be in the same place nap again that's the worst thing you know yeah I want to see the Polo Purple's not out yet but I want to see it I can't lie I was hoping the kickback I've got something what a new a new version yeah Halley's in it oh yeah you mentioned yeah. this before innit it's got a lot of stars actually in it mm. That could the, should be good. The first one is a uh, like a. Have I seen the first one? one? Is Who's that the first the, one? Is Whoopi Goldberg in that one? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got um, Glover in it. Danny Glover in it. It's mm. got Whoopi Goldberg. It's got um, Dandy Newton. Oh, I love a Dandy. young, a young. Dandy oh, actually, Newton. she's funny. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> she's a character. Yeah. I, th- I think I might have seen because I, I get it confused with the other one, um, the one where Michael Ealy threw his kids down the, down the. That is color purple. Does it follow four different women? No, it doesn't. No, there's one where Michael Ely throws his kids down the down the balcony. Who's Michael Ely? That Who's guy, the blue eyed guy. You know oh what he looks guy. like. The guy, blue eyed guy, black skin guy. That lives in what? Lizard eyes guy. Lizard. Oh, yeah. oh, now I see. What's it called? I'm so sorry. I've got to find what this is called. Oh, for coloured girls. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one. This guy. Hold on. Him. Oh, oh, that's his name. Yeah, Michael Ely. Oh, okay. you don't know who Michael Ely is? Oh, I didn't know his name. Beautiful, fine, nice man. He's so fine. Yeah. 
You know I what? I don't even think it's that. that. You, when someone's good looking, they're good looking, no? Yeah, it just happens to be like. Yeah. Okay, but you're still good looking. Right. No, but you get what I mean. Absolutely, of course I get what you mean. Too, innit? Doesn't it just happens to be light skinned. Okay, and Michael B. Jordan's good looking. He happens to be dark skinned. He's not light skinned. Well, he's brown, he's caramel. Michael Tyrese. B. Jordan. He's not like I wouldn't call him light. He's not light skin. I wouldn't call him light. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, that's that man is. Yes, he is. Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Panther, Black Panther. Ah, yes. I wouldn't call. I wouldn't call him. I wouldn't call him light skin. He's definitely not. I would say light skin, but he's not like. He's not Morris Chestnut, but he's not light skin. Hmm. Interesting. It's not interesting, man. I just look at that man. That's a dark man. Him. He's he's much lighter than you. Yeah, but he's not light skin. No, I say pretty. Shows dark. He's not light skin. I guess I wouldn't call him light skin, but I guess I don't he's, see him. He's just brown. Like us, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I see that's a dark skin man. I think he would have had some colors, colors in moments. As what? <laughs> what? As him. <laughs> as him. I don't see some of these photos are edited as well, so we need to catch him in real light. <laughs> He is so fine. Tyrese to me is good looking. He is not light skin. Morris Chestnut, he is not light skin. Morris Chestnut is the best man God ever created. He is fine. No, he is Like, fine. I don't understand. Do you know why? Because he has been fine, like, all my life. Consist, like, literally all my life. He came out of the womb fine. <laughs> literally. Let me see who his wife was, his, his wife as well. They must be a stunning couple. Who else is good looking that's not light skin? Beautiful, man. That's mm. American. Danny Kulia. He's very good looking. I think he's good looking too. He's very good looking. Who else is there? I don't know, man. Big up with the black men anyway. So you call that, um, what's that guy? The young guy. Oh, Damson Idris. Yeah. He's good looking. Well, I was going to say um, Michael Woods. <laughs> My bad. Michael Woods does too. No, but Damson Idris yeah, is good he looking. Yeah, Idris is. He's just so cringe, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know, isn't it? What did you not think when they separated? Oh, I, the contract was over. That's fine. Mm. I don't buy the dust in it. No, not on But I feel like I feel like all the relationships are PR relationships anyway. So mm-hmm. it's not. I feel like they get everybody. Um, they get everybody all high and bothered and tweeting mm. about him blah, blah blah. But it's so funny. That's the kind of subliminal stuff. I just not subliminal. That's just technical. But yeah, mm. it's all it's all PR relationships. A lot of relationships in industries are PR relationships. People present as if it's something, you know, serious, mm. but it's not. PR all round. But how far do you think it goes? Do you feel like it's literally okay? We go back to the hotel room. Blah, great, great, great one today. <laughs> yeah, great job, man. <laughs> serious? Yes. That deep? Yeah. Mm. Or when they get in the hotel, you you wouldn't no. know they have different rooms, or they can just mm. get a joining room mm. and just use the door. <laughs> there you have it. Mm. Yeah. I'd go all the way. Was living in the same house. That's sure. Yeah, yeah. Because my thing is, sorry, you could actually fall for the person though. Mm. There is that as well. Like if you spend enough time with them, because you have to, right? Is that people that work together, like Angelina Jolie and But you know, smart though. They met on set Mm -hmm. because they became. No, but you get what I'm trying to say. That was great. That's still crazy. But you know, it's though. But but my thing is, I can understand. Is that people falling in love with their work husbands and wives? You spend so much time with that somebody, yeah. And especially if. Your role is is like that's your co-star. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like you spend a lot of time with each other and you have to build your character. I can see how it can happen. Do you know what I think though? 
it's one of those things where it's going to be so awkward. The first person who has the feelings is going to be awkward because if the other person don't like you, and this is really just a jab, mm. that's so embarrassing. But I feel like you got to have boundaries though. So as soon as we get in the hotel room, you go to your room. And we wouldn't spend time together unless we're going to do like a Instagram story of us doing that or TikTok of us doing that. But I'm just like, yeah, we're very private. But then them being together may boost the chemistry to make mm-hmm. it more real. But I'm saying that if you only spend time on like publicly, mm. I don't feel like that will build chemistry. Because we're just red carpets. We know we're doing for paparazzi mm-hmm. whatnot. As soon as that's done, mm. we're back to our individual lives. My thing though, if I was in one, is don't be out here embarrassing, like, embarrassing me. Because hey, there's a contract here. <laughs> so don't be out here talking to other girls that are going to spill their mouth and next thing we know, now it's a TikTok story time going on. It's yeah. crazy, man. You've got to know who you're getting in a fake relationship with. It's <laughs> getting a fake relationship with anybody. Anyways, we've got a packed show. Please don't forget to like the video. It definitely helps us um, mm-hmm. algorithm-wise and all that great stuff. So don't forget to like the video. Also, um, subscribe to the channel while you're at it. But yeah, let's get to our first headlines. No. Oh. Spotify comments. Yes. Also, I was thinking, what? I thought it was something else I didn't want to say. I was so scared to say it. But um, yes, also, if you are listening over on Spotify, drop a comment. That's not what you want me to say, was it? <laughs> I, thought, I don't feel like it was. Did you look There's at the document? In I did not look at a document. You should ask me. <laughs> oh, we're reading some. Yeah. Okay, well, let's do it. As we promised. As we promised. All right, so some um, Spotify comments to read. This is from TT Mills. Okay, Panda. The Panda emoji, so I don't think it's a shade. Um, I drive for a living and I'm in the car 12 hours a day. You guys keep me going and continue to educate me. Thanks. Please don't stop. Oh, that's so lovely. Pick up, pick up. From on, no, One Real TK says, love, love, loved this show. The chaos, the behind the scenes, the vital food gu- foods, guys, vibes, the mobile cam, good investment, great vibes. Oh, thank you. That was a fun time. Mm-hmm. Check out Vital Foods. Um, Lynn, that's not Lynn May, I know for sure. <laughs> So Lynn M32 says Esther for Prime Minister. I appreciate that. I hope you did vote for me in Instagram <laughs> stories. And um DC DCF Stewart says, love the show. I listen every day, but the men in the room didn't challenge Kevin's misogyny effectively enough for me. Cassie acted out of spite, cut the foolishness. Mm. Let me read that again so people can understand the tone in which you said it. <laughs> love the show. I listen every day. But the men in the room didn't challenge Kevin's misogyny effectively for me. Cassie acted out of spite. Cut the foolishness. That's what the person meant. Well, big up them. Big up all the listeners. Big up everyone listens on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, f- don't forget you can leave your comments and what you think about the about the episode and stuff on there. And as we said, we will be reading them out. Yes, yes, yes. Also, yes, we are trying to get to 5k um, subscribers by Christmas. And December, we do enter December this this week. So it would be great if we could all just get our subscribing fingers on. That'd be great. Are you guys subscribed to the channel? Yeah, I am. Are you? Yeah. You don't look like you are. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I defy. Brent, are you subscribed? Yeah. Okay. I just need people to share my clips when I put them up on yes. Instagram. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the people in the room as well. Oh, well, I thought that. We gathered that's who you were talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sometimes I can't. Actually, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> okay. yeah. But yes. Um, Stop yes. asking for subscribers. Sorry? Stop asking for subscribers. First of all, I'll ask for anything I would ask for. (laughs) (laughs) But no, please just subscribe subscribe to our channel. We're trying to get to 5k subscribers by Christmas. And yeah, like the video. And yeah, man, let's get into our headlines.
All right, people. So our first headline, um, Hamas says it is seeking to extend the current four-day pause in fighting with Israel and increase the number of hostages released. Israel's PMs has said that the original agreement could be extended, but Israeli operations in Gaza would resume with full force after the truce period. Meanwhile, more Israeli hostages and Palestinian prisoners are due to be released today or Monday on the final day of the current truce period. On Sunday, 14 Israeli hostages and three foreign nationals were released by Hamas in exchange for 39 Palestinian prisoners. Gazans have been using the pause in fighting to get desperately needed supplies of fuel, food and medicine. Obviously, this is all in relation to Hamas's initial attacks on the 7th of October, which killed 1,200 people, with about 240 taken hostage. Since then, Gaza's Hamas-run health ministry says that more than 14,500 people have been killed in Israel's retaliatory campaign. Next headline takes us, well, brings us back to London, right? Where tens of thousands of people have marched through central London at a demonstration against anti-Semitism. Did you, did you guys hear about that? <clears throat> I did. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. organizers estimated that 60,000 took part in the first march of its kind since the Israel-Gaza war began, including former Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson was there, man. Mm-hmm. The rally comes amid a steep rise in hate crime, especially against the capital's Jewish community. The EDL founder Tommy Johnson, who was not, pardon me, he was asked not to attend by organizers. He was there, but he was removed by police. The campaign against anti-Semitism estimate that Sunday's march estimate Sunday's march to be the largest gathering of its kind since the Battle of Cable Street in 1936 when British Union of Fascist supporters was stopped from marching through East London, an area at the time um, which had a high Jewish uh, population. Several recognisable faces were spotted in the crowd, including TV personalities like Vanessa Feltz and uh, Robert Rinder. Rinder. Um, as well as Boris Johnson, the Security Minister Tom Tugendhat, the Immigration Minister Robert Jenerikand, um, Labour's Shadow Science Minister Peter Kyle and some others were amongst the political figures that were in attendance. Crimes against Jewish people motivated by racism have increased dramatically since the outbreak of the Israel-Gaza conflict. There were 554 reports of anti-Semitic offences in London between the 1st of October and the 1st of November in London, um, compared to 44 in the same period last year. The Met Police said that 18 people had been arrested during a significant policing operation that was put in place around the pro-Palestinian march on Saturday, though the overwhelming majority protested lawfully. And our last headline, the Housing Secretary Michael Gove has said that he's confident that a bill reforming the leasehold system in England and Wales will pass by the next general election. The bill, which would ban leaseholds from, for new houses, but not flats, is due to be introduced into Parliament later. It would also make it easier and cheaper for homeowners to extend their lease or buy their freehold. Under the current system, leaseholders often have to pay ground rent and expensive maintenance charges. This is because they only own the lease, which gives them the right to buy the property, but not the land that the property is built on. Mr. Gove said that the long-promised legislation would mean that leaseholders can take back control of their property and ensure service um, charges and ground rents are transparent and reasonable. The plans have been broadly welcomed by campaigners, but some are disappointed that a ban on the sale of new leaseholds does not include flats. There are an estimated 5 million leasehold homes in England, 70% of which are flats. The proportion of new-built houses sold as leaseholds has fallen from 15% high in 2016 to just 1% in December of last year. And that's it for the headlines. Thank you. Let's get into what you're saying topic of the day.
All right. So today's topic of the day, right? This is um, <laughs> the topic of the day that we was meant to have last week, right? Where obviously we started talking about Miss Nella Rose and things of that nature, right? Yeah. It's not going to be the longest one, but I do want to kind of ask you guys' opinion on this, right? UK net migration. Obviously, this has been something that we spoke about in the show for the longest while. Mm-hmm. Um, Sweater Braverman, she's still talking about this nonsense, right? But now, instead of blaming herself, she's blaming, obviously, the party, even though she put in a lot of the laws and stuff like this, right? And, and I guess kind of painted the way people kind of actually view the situation in this country. But I wanted to ask you guys, yeah, everyone, like I said, is talking about how it needs to come down. Last year, initially, everyone yeah. thought, that net migration was 606,000 people, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, um, so net migration, for those who don't know, is basically the difference between those who come in, the amount of people that come in, and the amount yeah, of people that leave, leave, yeah? So 606,000 people. And this year, it's been 672,000 people. So that looks like it's gone up. Mm-hmm. However, they went back, they looked back at the numbers and everything, and they realized that last year was actually 745,000 people. So it has, in fact, dropped from 745,000 people to 672,000 people. So it's going down. Cool. Bear in mind, though, that this was something that they've been talking about, the Tory party have been talking about since 2019. In their manifesto, they vowed to bring it down from, at the time, 212,000. So imagine, 2019 was 212, they were saying it's too high. It's now, well, as of last year, it went up to 745,000. Three quarters of a million. Obviously, it's, it's come down to 672 this year. But the question I want to ask you guys initially is, do you feel like net migration is that much of an issue? Do you feel the effects of it on a day-to-day? Yeah. Okay. I'm on a GP appointment. I'm waiting to mm. forever. I think, yeah. I think it depends. Obviously, it would depend on what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I guess, healthcare-wise, I would feel it that way. Also, housing-wise, in terms of trying to find a place, that kind of stuff, you mm. feel that 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 as well. Um, yeah, I, I do. I think migration is an issue that needs to be. It's. It's. I don't want to say an issue, but it's. It's something in society to be addressed. Mm-hmm. It can't just be a free for all. Everyone will come one, come all type of vibe. Mm. That can't be. That's not sustainable long term. Mm. So yeah. What What would you say to? Because I remember we we again we've touched on this. Um, Lightly in certain times over the past year or so. Mm-hmm. And you get people, I remember specifically people in the chat was talking about, oh, it's, it's a selfish view to have that you kind of want to put a cap on migration because look at us, for example, we're yeah. first generation, our parents and this, things of that nature. Does that factor into it to you? Do you feel like, wait a minute, yes, yeah, just because I, <laughs> my parents were migrants too, that means I have to just open the floodgates or do you feel like still, let's be sensible here. I think... You have to look at resources and you have to look at sustainability, right? Mm. So if it can't be sustained long term, then it it won't make sense. If do you get what I mean? It's like are things being put in place to be able to handle this, to manage this? If not, then it's just gonna become a like a crisis. Do you get what mm-hmm. I mean? So as much as people can say it's selfish, is it feasible? Mm. Because if it's not feasible, then it doesn't make sense. Exactly. Do you get what I mean? And then what's the point? Because then there's no positive end goal. Yeah. So I think that needs to be taken into consideration. Otherwise, it's like we're just, it's just for vibes or shits and giggles. Mm. I think that's that's the thing. People don't think about it from that practicality and logical standpoint. People Mm -hmm. think about it more on a, on a personal, emotional side of things. I'm like, oh no, that's not fair. Mm -hmm. 
mean, I think life is fair. But again, it's about do we have enough resources to be able to, you know, accommodate yeah. everybody coming yeah. in? Is it, what are the effects it has on the community? On it doesn't make sense. Mm. If we, if if we get to a point now where you know for kids schools kids are not able to start school at the time at the age of to start school and now there's a waiting list mm. now your kid is six years old hadn't started school <laughs> no but it's true <laughs> like, these, I feel like these things that these are things that need to be considered you mm. think about stuff like that do you get what I mean but then okay what if they say to you well okay we're wasting a lot of money in other areas let's put the money here let's build more homes let's maybe build another school in every borough I don't mm. know mm. to kind of help with these type of situations yeah. But I that's what that. I said. I said, yeah. What did I say? I said, do we have the resources? If you're going to create things, like if you're going to create solutions mm-hmm. yeah. to manage what's happening, mm-hmm. then I'm all for it. If you're not, then what's the point? If yeah. that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you feel like, again, this might be silly, yeah, but Brent, I want to answer this question as well. Do you feel like with these migration numbers flying up, yeah, or at least prior to this year, from 2019 to 2022? You feel like the people are taking our jobs? Not mine. Not mine, boy. <laughs> so not mine. I've never. Do you know what's so interesting about that? Because I feel like a lot of those comments comments come from a certain type of people, okay. a certain group, and those. Are, and you're not going for the. Jo- you're not doing the jobs that these. Five, people, you're not even working. You're not working. You're working your but benefits. That's, that's my point. So it's 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 generally from that kind of community but I was planning who, on working no, no when, you wasn't when because you 55 when they literally you really wasn't and you also, never, you've yeah, never worked a day in your life look at and I agree with partly with what Nella was saying in terms of like there's certain careers mm-hmm. and certain job roles that are heavily dominated by a certain demographic of people mm. yeah so if like and you clearly need them in those spaces, right? Yeah. And that's what's helping the economy thrive and us be able to function mm-hmm. as a, as a, a larger community. Mm-hmm. So if these people weren't here, and I'm not saying that we wouldn't be able to, but when you look at it, are mm-hmm. you telling me that the people that won't be here would be the ones running to take these positions? I don't think so. Do you know one mm-hmm. word? COVID. We actually saw that. During, I remember during COVID, there was a whole thing about asking people to come help them um, pick fruits. Yes. Because people yes. that are picking the fruits usually had to go back to where they were to quarantine over there. Yep. There's a lot of jobs that British people talk about that they don't want to, they wouldn't, they wouldn't do. And they don't do. Do you mm-hmm. get what I mean? That you say the foreigners are taking our jobs, taking our jobs. Which job are you talking about? Which job exactly is people taking? Mm. So, no. Okay, okay. I think that's just, I think that's just coded racism. Now, we're going to come back to this here. But um, I want to ask you guys a separate question. A lot of the time we do complain about certain things in this country, right? Yeah. And I feel like at the end of the day, to some degree, there's always going to be a complaint. Nothing's perfect. Yeah. Everyone wants improvement, right? But do you feel like we kind of complain too much given the amount of people that want to come to this country? Yeah, but you know when people say like the grass is greener? Mm-hmm. No. So I'm thinking of the, the healed version. What's the other version <laughs> for your healed? People um, always think the grass is greener elsewhere, outside, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, I, now I live by the grass greener where you water it. Mm-hmm. I mean, water my grasses. But, <laughs> but yeah, people, you always, you always think that. Do you get what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we sometimes we look at Americans and we're like, oh, like, it looks so fun over there, da, da, da. Since the whole BLM thing and seems we get popped down for existing, mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, now you're being realistic about it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I do think, I do think we complain, but that's a, it's such a, oh, it's such a British thing to complain. Mm. Like, I don't think, I think if people actually don't deep enough, like we either complain about the weather 
or we're complaining about um the buses or we're complaining like it is a British it's actually a British thing so I don't even think people mean it that that well it's just ingraining them to 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 complain because mm. when it's winter people complain mm-hmm. when it's summer people complain when it's spring people complain and they complain about everything looking forward to the next season then the next season arrives and they complain again. you get me so it's such a it's such a British thing to just criticize 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 yep. and I think though we do have a we have a lot of um benefits mm. compared to like a lot of other countries when I think about the people that want to come here when you think about where they're coming from, mm-hmm. obviously being Nigerian, I know how Nigeria is functioning. <laughs> and that doesn't mean I'm not going to complain about things that are not being mm-hmm. done right here. But I'm also aware, aware that I'm in a privileged yeah. place living here. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? But it's a British thing to complain. Okay. Let me let me just give a few figures here. Um, 39% of the people that came were international students. Yeah. So that's the huge majority, right? And they pay mm-hmm. more, by the way, in university fees. Yeah, they do. That's helping. Mm-hmm. Our little loans and they pay cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a loan. Our loans, exactly. That loan, they never gave back from, back from mm. me. I don't care what I earn. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> not you incriminating yourself. It's bro. on the house, child. <laughs> this is purely entertainment, guys. Purely entertainment, me. <laughs> <laughs> but those who came on work visas, mm-hmm. 33%. Mm. They're paying tax. <laughs> but they're coming, right? And I and I remember seeing an interview of one um Indian lady. Mm-hmm. She said she was earning more in India. Oh, she would be. But she, <laughs> but she was saying that they came here and they have no plans of leaving because of the quality of life in the UK. Okay. So it's crazy. I can't even say it. Well, we went to. It's my day. <laughs> Let's give Mark's a show to come back to. <laughs> But what, what do you think of that though? It makes sense. Though. What quality of life over mm. here? Where's from India? India. India. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's the thing is, they got, they got I, there. I <laughs> the thing is, I get it. Anybody who comes from like a certain part of the world who mm. comes here, who who who's like, do you know what? It gives me a better quality of life. I mm. totally understand it. I get it. Mm. Can I say though? I do think that to some people, not everybody, some people, it speaks to literacy, mm. knowing that. So basically, yeah, people have this thing where they think that because you're going in the West, things are automatically better. Yeah. And then they get here and it's, they're literally fucked around mm. and now they're finding out. Yeah. But it's like, you know things are better for you back home, mm. but you still won't go back home just so you can be like, no, I live in yeah. the UK, yeah. blah, blah. And that's yeah. why I think it's illiteracy because if, you can, if you're able to make it for yourself back home, mm. then do that. If she's getting paid more in India and whatnot, yeah. I'm sure she could save and she could work hard, da, 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 and be able to move to a nicer area. I don't believe every area in India is packed. The man mm. that was in the submarine, I don't believe he was living in the <laughs> in the ghetto. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So do you get me? So there is a level of illiteracy there where it's like the West is just painted as this mm. great place. And that's why sometimes I'm shy for the West. Because you lot wanted everyone to see you as this golden land and mm-hmm. where they can dream and achieve everything. And then now you've got people coming here wanting to dream and achieve everything. And then you're acting shocked. Mm. No, honey, you marketed yourself as this true. when you was going over there to kill... Th- Still and destroy. <laughs> Here we are. Mm. But I, I think if you, if you're able to make it, if I was able to make it the way I want to back home in Nigeria, mm-hmm. I would not be here. Yeah, facts. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So I feel like moving here, I get it. If your circumstances back there was nothing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but if you actually have a chance yeah. of making it back home, but again, it's it's that whole thing of thinking white is better. So, and yeah. you know what? You're right because 
a lot of international students that I knew in uni who came from like rich affluent mm-hmm. um, homes in Africa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. So they got their degree out. Yeah. They're and back. They, and yeah, they're using true. their degrees back home. Yes. Yeah. And, and they're, they're killing it. And they're yeah. thriving. And like yeah. when yeah. I go back and I see how they're living, I'm always yeah. like, wow. Mm. Wow. I get it. What about those who don't have those type of degrees? So for instance, yeah, this woman, she was in the um, health and social care industry. Yeah. So I'm assuming here, I don't know. But I'm assuming she doesn't necessarily have um, certain degrees. She yeah. has certain qualifications that are definitely yeah. recognized. Mm-hmm. Um, again, she was getting paid more in um, back home in India. Yeah. But let's just say she's not at that stage where she's just 21. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where she can go back home and kind of start and, and you know what I mean? Make yeah. those mistakes. She already has a family. Yeah. So people like her. It's never too late, man. Mm. What was oh no that was Vlad sorry I don't think that's a, no that's someone to quote he was talking about how like he did not make it until like in his when he was in his forties mm. so he was basically giving advice of like don't be in your twenties and thirties thinking that your life is over mm-hmm. because you can't afford to buy a house you can't afford to buy a car kind of da, da, da. he was like my forties is really when yeah. I actually ha- can start saying I actually have money and I can do this and I can do that and we see that all the time we we see that with actresses and I know that's a different ball game in terms of what they're doing mm-hmm. but I always talk about someone like Viola Davis like Taraji. How old were they, Kevin Hart even? when? How old were they when they made, quote unquote, made it? Yeah. And I feel like, again, that's that whole thing of when, of society putting, we have this time, this timer, mm-hmm. where you feel like if you haven't made it by 25, everything from here on out is just a waste of time. No, mm-hmm. you, they can still make it in their 40s. Again, the fact that they're older, I feel like the fact that you're older is why you would have even, you you kind of be, I feel like you make better better decisions than someone who's 20, 25, do you get me? Because mm-hmm. yeah. they're still doing different things, like they're, doing different pots there trying to figure out okay let me get this qualification I'll try this industry I'll try this industry but at that age you've seen enough to know that you know what actually let me learn this skill and turn this skill into something else I don't feel like for me personally I don't feel like age and your circumstances is an excuse when I was in uni Mm -hmm. there was a lady and I remember I used to help like babysit her kids sometimes she was a lady she was married Mm -hmm. and she had two kids Mm -hmm. and she was studying she was getting her university degree even after I finished, she'd get masters. Her husband was working and whatnot, mm-hmm. and she would work here and then, whatever. But again, she she had two kids and whatnot. Yeah. But she was like, "It's not too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that." Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So it's never too late. Even that that Indian woman, has she come here and get certain degrees and qualifications or whatever that she can use back to home. even be mm-hmm. back home mm-hmm. to even be in a better position? Yeah. That's another thing. But again, we have this mindset where like, where ethnics have this mindset where it's like white is right, right. and everything yeah. because it's whites owned. Mm. It's automatically going to be better. So even if even though you're in a white land, getting paid less, mm. don't have the community that you would have back home, mm. the support system that you would have back home. You're dealing with racism here, and you're being treated like you literally scum of the earth, but because you're in what mm. England, it's mm-hmm. like oh, it's automatically better. Mm. I think no, no, there's also elitism though. Yeah, like you mean back home? Yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. oh, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Being able to say that you, but then again, I do think it has changed though because. We get cooked all the time by, um, like, like mm. yeah, like, <laughs> they cook yeah. us all the time <laughs> and talk about the all fact the that their compounds are bigger than um, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. our, our house. houses. <laughs> yeah. And we're tweeting from phones that we haven't finished paying for. And I said, yeah. you know what? Facts. I hear it. Fair. <laughs> that, that is fair. I said, yeah, this, this baby being financed. Oh, I mean, <laughs> so. They're probably taking my light though, but I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Balance, isn't it, I guess? There you have it. All right. So, Considering all of this, yeah, do you feel like the country can survive, or certain industries anyway, I should say, yeah. without migrants? No, I don't, no. Because if we are talking about bringing it down, right, especially 
like I said, in 2019, it was 212,000 net migration. And they wanted to bring that down. Mm. So now, like I said, they've got the corrected figures and it's 606,000. Almost three times what yeah. it was in 2019. Could we survive? As in with that much? So all the migrants go or no more new ones in? Um, yeah, no one, no more new ones. I think they could survive then. Because okay. you know, I feel like they've, I feel like this country and other Western countries have done this, have built their country and they've used migrants to build up their country yeah. to a point now where it actually can be sustained moving forward. Okay. Because you've got migrants here who are still doing the migrant jobs yeah. and stuff like that. Do you get what I mean? And then some people as well, when they reproduce, they reproduce, like it's like a generational thing of mm -hmm. this is the industry working and blah, blah, blah. Even if they want to have a, let's just say cleaning, for example, right? Mm -hmm. They want to have a cleaning business or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yes, they've evolved in, in from when the first person ever came in and was just a cleaner, mm -hmm. but it's still within that industry. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So I think that if they decided not to allow any more migrants in, I think the country can be sustained based on the migrants that are already here. Until we all decide to go back home. <laughs> then they messed up. Let but. me let me present a counter argument, right? Yeah. So this this same thing I was watching. Um, there was a white woman who I think may have been the manager of this particular care home, right? Yeah. And she was talking about she doesn't think it's it's kind of within the spirit mm. of white people in this country yeah. to want to take these type of jobs, right? Yeah, because the families are the ones in the care homes. <laughs> the families are the ones in the care Of course, it's in the spirit to take these kind of jobs. Nancy's not trying to care for her mum. <laughs> soon as soon as little Nana hits 63, she's <laughs> out. She's gone. Of course, it's not in their spirit to do that. Well, yeah. Absolutely well, well, not. And it's funny, yeah, because this was a white woman, white English person saying it. She was saying, listen, it needs to be something that's innate. Mm -hmm. And changing the conditions and the pay will potentially get people in. Yeah. But the, the quality of care will dwindle because these yeah. people don't care like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and the quality mm. is, I mean, for, for some parts, because they've done how many documentaries on these mm. undercover stuff, the quality is shit anyway. Shambles. But it's very shit. But I don't know, I, I even feel like even with that though, mm -hmm. I feel like when people, if people really, really want a job and whatnot, it's more, mi it's more migrants that look for like care work. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so the whites still won't go in there. Okay. But yeah, but this is what I'm trying to say though. If we then stopped it, yeah. right? You still need people coming into the industry. And if we haven't that's got stretchy, those yeah. people coming in, there'll be a problem. Yeah. Because currently, yeah, this is basically the situation. Um, there's a discount on the amount of... Um, pay that a lot of these industries well health and social care anyway yeah. let's stick to that um can pay the migrants so they can pay them 20 percent less and this is what incentivizes them to get these work give these work visas mm. to these foreigners migrants yeah. whatever to come in because they will do the job mm. so labor are pretty much saying well and some tories as well are saying guys remove the discount make mm. it competitive so that people in this country will actually do the work too yeah. mm. instead yeah. of paying them 20 bloody percent less right and you'll get some change. But this same yeah. managers saying, no, like even if you remove the discount, I don't think British people will actually go for these jobs. They're not equipped for it. You gotta force them there. Mm. Because see, what we're talking about, you posted on something the other day about um, the whole benefits and you have to have a link for a job for a certain time. Yeah. That kind of stuff. So if, if we need, um, if, we, if there's jobs here, mm -hmm. we've got to take the jobs. If you say to them, listen, this is, where, uh, this is the job that's available, mm. either take it or there's no benefits. Mm. There you have it. They'll do it. Quality. <laughs> yeah. People can take care of. They'll have to be supervised and all that kind of stuff. But I think they, I think they can force their hand into it. Mm. Well, um, I just want to give you guys some some figures, right? About 
um, I guess, you know, the top three, the yeah. top three nationalities of people that come to this country. So last year, 1.2 million people came into the country. 1.2 million, right? This last year? Last year. Wow. Tell me what you think, Brent included, right? The top three um, nationalities were. That came into the country? Yeah. I think South Asians, for sure. Like no, India, yeah, Pakistani. Yeah, give me a specific. Give me countries. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say... And give me an order as well. Okay, you're asking for too much. much. <laughs> like, All right, cool. Just, just the top three, then the order. I don't know if I'm going to use an order. Nigeria for sure. Okay, interesting. I would say Nigeria. I'm going to say Pakistan. Okay. I was thinking Pakistan. Mm. Neither Pakistan or Indian or India. Mm. Could be both. Yeah. I'm also going to say Romania. Mm. It's nice okay. Romania, you know. Or do I want to say or Lithuania? What are the two? Mm. Maybe we weren't really trying to say like that. They just wanted jobs. Yeah. Because I had a Romanian housemate at uni. Was she Romanian or Polish? No, she was Polish. And it was nice over there. Sister just wanted to get a degree and go back. <laughs> and then when the go. uni was closed because we had a little bit of snow, she didn't understand because she was like, we go to school in like mm-hmm. 10 inches of snow. <laughs> She's like, it's not an excuse. I said, well, girl, it's a day off. Enjoy it. Um, okay, so I would say Nigeria. Mm-hmm. What well, those asylum-seeking countries? Syria and them, innit? Yeah. I'm a friend with Syria in there. Okay, cool. Nigeria, Syria, and India. Nigeria, Syria, and India. Okay, cool. Oh, it's all rhymes. <laughs> Gina? Ah. Did you do yours? You said loosely. Pakistan. Okay. I did. Uh, Pakistan. Mm-hmm. But we need yours, by the way. I think I'm going to do... I'm going to do Pakistan, Bangladesh, and... Romania. Okay. Brent? Um, probably India. Okay. Oh, wait. Sorry. China is up there. China? Ooh. And definitely Nigeria is up there. Okay. You look me dead in the eye when you say that. <laughs> well. Here we go. Let's do it. Funny enough, somebody in the chat got it right. Got it correct in the exact order. Is it um, Finan? It is. Big up, Mr. Finan. Yeah, but is he a researcher? <laughs> this is it. No, that's silly then. So you're Doesn't using count. your skills. So it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. India, India first. So 1.2 million people came, right? From India? No, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? No. Oh. Like, came into the country. 253,000. <laughs> how, how you said that? All I heard was, the Indians are coming, the Indians are coming. <laughs> <laughs> 253,000 people came from India. I know my Nigerians will let me down. Give me Nigerian figure, Almost man. a fifth, you know. That's Imagine. crazy. Nigeria came in second. Here we have it. Oh, second. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're doing an order, innit? Mm-hmm. 141,000. Okay. That's a lot of people, though. That's, of course, it's a lot of people. <laughs> of course. And Brent was right. China. China. 89,000 people came from China. It's got to be the liberals. I didn't, even, I didn't even have a foot mm. in this race, but... Is it, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's ten a chance. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be the um, open-minded ones from China coming. Mm. I had enough. Well, a lot of these people came to fill the gaps in the hospital, care home okay. industry and stuff like this. So, yeah, man. But I kind of... Before we wrap up this um, 
conversation. We did have a poll. We did. Wait, is the poll still going? Yeah. Okay, leave it, leave it going still. And um, I want to ask you guys this question. Do you feel like there's a link? Because the whole Brexit referendum that was given to us, right? Mm -hmm. A big part of that was the migration thing. Mm -hmm. It seemed like migration was kind of swaying particular sides, right? So the question is, do you feel like there's a, a correlation between someone's intelligence and who they voted for or what they voted for, I should say, in I, the referendum? I think a lot of people voted without actually fully understanding the context mm -hmm. of what it meant, or what it looked like in mm. its entirety. Yeah. Okay. I feel like a lot of the stuff I was seeing people say was, oh, everyone needs to go. They're taking our It's the same thing. They're it taking was, our jobs. Immigration or anti-immigration. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was about jobs. And you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it was always coming from a particular, Im I, I believe, a particular kind of person. Mm. I do think there's a correlation. Yeah, I think... Personally. I, I think there's a correlation. I don't, I, I don't know if I would say there's a correlation with... Maybe, actually, yeah. I would say, okay, I would say there's definitely a correlation between intelligence and voting. Mm. Because, again, it's what Gina said, that you have to understand why it was the votes needed to be voted. Like, you would look at it beyond general propaganda okay do you know what I mean you would look at again the state of the country what this will mean for this trading all that kind of all that kind of stuff in terms of who they voted for mm. I would say yeah actually yeah okay. I would say that yeah I will, let me go let me go on a limb today <laughs> Brent do you think there's a correlation yeah I believe so um, okay. on different fronts oh um there are those voters who don't believe or don't understand that uh, politicians lie indiscriminately. Um, and for those who just want confirmation bias mm -hmm. with their politicians, um, there is a different, there's a different level of um, stupidity. I would mm -hmm. say that they're intelligent in the sense that, yeah, I know they're lying, but I want this. You understand? Mm -hmm. So, okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, there are those who who don't understand that London isn't the UK. Mm -hmm. Oh, speak on that. Uh, um, for those who actually believed that Boris Johnson. Um, that Boris Johnson bus, mm -hmm. like three hundred fifty million every, was it every year? Was it every week? Some some something crazy, yeah. Something, something crazy. Voting for a Brexit because of that, that's mm -hmm. the height of stupidity. <laughs> that's the Boris Johnson bus. Yeah. What happened to the bus? Yeah, yeah. Um, a poster on the bus, isn't it? Yeah. Side so of the bus. Not just a poster. It was um a statement. Uh, three hundred fifty million goes to the EU every. Week or every year, I can't remember what. Oh it yeah, was. remember that. And yeah, he would basically just put that to the NHS, so he would yeah. save the NHS basically. Oh well. Yeah, yeah. Well. and then he just disappeared the bus quickly. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, and, I mean then. different different fronts, but um, the wicked people who actually knew that this would be stupid, mm -hmm. but just wanted immigration down. Mm -hmm. These are dangerous individuals. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Oh, Brent, can you tell us the results of the poll, please? Okay, so, end the poll. 
question was let me just reworded. Is there? <laughs> is there? Oh, you didn't change it. No, because I had already put it up. Oh, that's a shame. Is there a link between intelligence and what you voted for in Brexit referendum? Um, fifty percent said no. There's no correlation at all. Mm. Oh, we know who they, we know why they voted. That's a, th- that's a three fifty million crew. <laughs> <laughs> Different factors, to be honest. Um, two uh, is yes, remain at intelligent, and that's at 44%. Mm-hmm. And 4% said yes, leavers are more intelligent. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, this was actually tested. I love that. Hence me asking the question. So there was a report that was led by a senior lecturer at Bath University. And he found that there was a significant, not just a basic thing, significant. a significant correlation between cognitive ability and your voting preference when it came to this 2016 referendum, right? Let me be specific about certain things he said. So basically, the study found that those in the top 10% of cognitive performance, mm-hmm. yeah, top 10% yeah. were 73% more likely to vote remain. Mm-hmm. While those in the bottom 10% of cognitive <laughs> performance. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> it's so rude. We're, that. O- we're only 40% likely to do so. Mm. Yeah. So this is what it says that this relationship persisted even when taken into factors such as income, education, and your age. Mm. So even when they use those as controls, right? The controlled certain parts of the experiment, um, it still remained as correlation, which suggested there was not simply a reflection of your social or your economic background you know what i'm saying so social economic factors didn't necessarily play a part in this which is which is kind of strange right it's just one's ability to think correctly mm-hmm. <laughs> or you know what i'm saying mm. but I, when you think about that i always always flipping find these studies so interesting because mm. sample size of course mm. of course and what pool what part of england did you go to to collect your sample size from? Mm. Okay. And is it a blind test? Like, it was an online test where you say, all right, I'm going to give you a drop-down menu, choose your ethnicity, blah, 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 blah. Because people will be lying. Mm. And then, then they're bots. And then they're, <laughs> they're bot farms and stuff where if it is that you want a particular um, story to be put out, mm-hmm. a particular result, then you say to the bot farm, this is what I want, get cracking. Mm. So how much, how much, how many people did they actually test? I'm not too sure. So you're well, just reading stuff. No, 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 no. It, because it was a real thing and I actually heard him um, in an interview as well. So I had in mind to go away and actually find his paper because it, it, oh. it is an actual scholarly like paper in it that he, that he released. Obviously, there's going to be little chunks put into certain articles, you know, certain um, media platforms and whatnot. But... Yeah, I just didn't get a chance to look into it. But basically, what he's saying is there is a link. And this is even when you consider couples as well. So couples live in the same household, everything, right? In situations where the two spouses voted in different ways, right? The remain voting partner was likely to do better on a cognitive test than the leave voting counterpart. You know what I'm saying? So how 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 is bots kind of responsible for that, bro? What I'm saying is, I've, 
there were quite a few quote unquote intelligent people that were yeah. screaming, Leave. No, no, of course. <laughs> Leave. Remember, remember, this is not a definitive 100% people. Because some of them, you know, I mean? they were thinking we would have more control over this, 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 this. And mm-hmm. you, you've had all the politicians and all these professional um, people in the, their fields coming out and blatantly lying to you. Do you understand? Mm. And because you want to believe it, just like, all right, cool, let's go. Mm. I just want to know about that sample size. Well, really okay, so I've got a, um, a bit more information here. Basically, it says that scientists analyzed the data of 3,183 UK couples, mm. right? So I guess 6,000 plus, right, people, um, for an ongoing uh, longitudinal study, right, called Understanding Society. So this particular study has been following um, certain households since 2009, apparently, yeah? So this was now um, published or whatever it may be. This is what um, the authors say. Two of these st- um, authors of this particular study, Chris Dawson and Paul Baker, for those who want to do some Googles, right? They said that their results, these particular results, suggest that, and this, is their, this is their words, low cognitive ability makes people more susceptible to misinformation and disinformation. So it's kind of like what you guys mm-hmm. was kind of saying, though, mm-hmm. isn't it? Because Sorry. people was believing the 350 million... <laughs> and, that's even an example here. It says, like, for instance, the supposed <laughs> 350 million pound Brexit windfall that would go to the NHS or that we'll be able to take back control of our borders. Yeah, People believe this. So much. That's crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? People believe this. So, you know, some people will actually look at you touting and pushing conservative mm-hmm. agenda mm-hmm. and say that you're cuckoo. Yeah, but those people don't know nothing. The Lulu. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm I'm basing my stuff on on, ec- on economics. You know what I'm saying? So you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> the science is definitely <laughs> <laughs> it's thirteen years, thirteen years of them looking to deploy mm. all of the uh, mechanisms to bring this country into a fantastic space, yeah. and they still uh, 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 they haven't achieved oh. that. But yet you're still plugging them. No, 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 no. But, but you see, That's this okay. is the disinformation. And if people believe what you're saying. They're definitely those people with low cognitive yeah, abilities. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm aware that <laughs> there are different leaders that have been in power and they've had different approaches to this time. No, but, but each time it is that they came in. When mm-hmm. when Kwesi was there singing what he was singing the first day, yeah. you were like, ooh, this is ambitious. No, no, because remember... Because <laughs> then to, he got clapped. No, but you have to remember, my 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 um, the economic school of thought that I subscribe to right, believes in lower lower taxes. You know what I'm saying? So when he said that, I was, I was like, okay, cool. This is interesting. But when I saw... The entirety of his bloody plan, and he was talking about borrowing and more. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So I understood why everything flopped around him. You know what I'm saying? It's like you you, you can't be on both sides of the fence at the same time. So it just didn't make sense. But um, what I was gonna say is, I'm not pushing for the Tories to be in power. You know, I'm pushing for whatever bloody party can be in power that can make this country have a better quality of life, and by extension. Primarily, and the priority for me anyway, so that black people can have a better um, quality of life. That's what I care about. And I'm just asking people, are we sure that Labour can do this for us? Because we have a leader right now in Keir Starmer, no disrespect to him, or maybe he's probably going to be disrespectful, either way it is what it is. And he's the leader of the working class party. He don't know what working class is. I don't know what we're talking about here. You know what I'm saying? And again, the leader of the working class party and when your um, MPs want to go and support people who are striking, this is what Labour's known for. <coughs> you want to start suspending people. What is going on here? You are a former um, bloody human rights lawyer. You are pushing 
Israel to commit um, bloody humanitarian um, law crimes. War crimes, pardon me. You know what I'm saying? How, how, how is things going to be better under this particular leader? So that's what I'm asking the people. I just don't want people to be blind voters of red or blue. That's why. I... <laughs> <This guy. laughs> That's always been my stance. You know what I'm saying? I don't support none of these people. I think both of them would be just as fast to kill us all. I just think, you know what I mean? We need something that's going to benefit us. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's that's basically what the the results showed, man. Mm-hmm. So which is which is kind of interesting. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. It's so funny because I'm trying to think. What made you go with that first? What do you mean? Because <laughs> I thought the poll was going to... I thought the... How does it look difficult today? Oh, just about the migration. How people believed... Um, how migration swayed it for both sides, didn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was just saying, oh, it's interesting that this particular thing is out now. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, lovely. Is mm-hmm. that it? Yeah, I guess we can wrap up there. Mike on that. <laughs> Let's get mm-hmm. to our next headlines. All right, people. So the next headline, trigger warning here. It's very sad, man. And the families of three Palestinian students shot in Vermont on Saturday have urged police to investigate the attack as a hate crime. So Hisham Awatani, Tassin Ahmed, and Kinan Abdelhamid were confronted and shot by a man near the University of Vermont campus. Officers are investigating possible motive, but they said that um, that these people were, were wearing, pardon me, a kafir, which is a traditional headscarf, right? and speaking Arabic when they were attacked. Police are now searching for the suspect. Burlington Police Chief John Murua said that two victims are in stable condition and a third has suffered much more serious in- in- injuries. Pardon me. All three victims attended the Ramallah Friends School, which is a Quaker-run private non-profit school in Ramallah, according to their family members. Uh, Mr. Abdel Hamid was named by Haverford College as one of its students, and the other two had been named as Brown University students. Um, yeah. Sad news, man. Um, next headline. And the lawyer representing Chris Cupper's family has criticized the Home Office review into armed policing, claiming that it will give officers a carte blanche um, to behave as they like. Um, Daniel Macover said that the probe ordered after scores of met police officers stood down from the firearms di- um, duties when a colleague was charged with Mr. Cupper's murder looked like a decisive step in the wrong direction. Mr. Cupper, for those who don't know, was 24 when he was killed, um, shot dead through an Audi car um, windscreen in Shretham Hill on September 6, 2022. Can you imagine, more than a year ago, you know. That's stupid. It's gone quick. The marksman, who's known only as NX121, was, um, pardon me, will be publicly named on January the 30th, ahead of an Old Bailey trial, potentially starting on September the 9th next year. The former Home Secretary, Sweater Braverman, announced a review um, announced, pardon me, that the review would examine existing legislation underpinning use of force and whether it provides sufficient protection for police acting in the line of duty, particularly firearms officers. I don't know how they can even link the two. Like, this man just murdered him for no reason. You're trained for a reason, man. You murdered him for no reason. Have some shame, goddammit. All right, so the next headline... Um, Almost 8,000 people were harmed and 112 people died last year as a direct result of enduring long waits for an ambulance or surgery. Imagine that. Obviously, this is prompting warnings that NHS care delays are a disaster. 
The fatalities included a man who died of a cardiac arrest after waiting 18 minutes for his 999 call to be answered by the ambulance service and was dead by the time the crew arrived. The figures are the first time the NHS England has disclosed how often doctors and nurses file a patient safety report after someone dies, pardon me, someone suffers harm while waiting for help. They show that patient deaths arising directly from care delays have risen more than five-fold over the last three years, from 21 in 2019 to 112 last year, as the NHS has come under huge strain. The number of people who came, who came to severe harm has also jumped from 96 to 152 during that same period. The overall number of people suffering some degree of harm in such circumstances has leapt from 3,979 in 2019 to 7,856 in 2022, which is a rise of 97%. NHS's, NHS England's figures are almost certainly a significant um, underestimate of the problem, is what they're saying. And a health service spokesperson said that NHS staff worked extremely hard to keep patients safe during one of the busiest winters on record last year. And while delays linked to serious harm are rare, when they do happen, trusts are required to investigate them and understand what has happened so that they can take effective steps to improve. They also said to beat the continued uh, rec record demand the NHS has prepared earlier than ever before for this particular winter, rolling out 800 new ambulances and 10,000 virtual ward beds while waiting times for ambulances, 999 calls and A&E um, have improved across the country during this financial year. And that's it for the headlines. It's time to pay the bills. Thank you very much. Let's get into some word on road. <laughs> On King, what is Black King? What is this? Beyonce, Beyonce. What do you, know? what do I, what do you mean? How do I know? Hmm. She's white. I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, why does she look so it's, light skinned? It's the silver hair and the lighting. Is it? Because she looks like a white woman. She does. It's the silver hair. Or a mixed race. Like she does not look black. Because when you have brighter hair, well, she looks it basically makes you brighter. ambiguous. You see what I mean? Yeah. She's white. She's when you, not. When mm. you have um, white people look at her and know that that's a Negro. Is but it? Let's do it. Of course, because <laughs> anything silly. Let's say, is it? You know it is. But um, no, when you have lighter hair, it does change your complexion. Obviously, I do feel like it's the lighting, though, to be fair. I do think she's bleached over the years, though, 100%. Because if, if you look at all the pictures from like. When she was in Destiny's Child, yeah. Like, before to now, she has definitely become lighter. Cause you know what it is? I think yeah, I hear you. And we can say it's makeup, yeah. but look at her body. It's body. It can be body makeup as well, you know. Cause they do um do all of that stuff. I'm not buying it. <laughs> Cause I think sometimes, do you know what, what? Is, I think with celebrities as well? I think sometimes they have a, they have a look, they have an aesthetic, and they just run with it. I just have one word. Or, I mean, one question. <laughs> I'm scared. What, what cream do you think she's using? What cream? What cream? <laughs> Do you think she's ceasing? Let me go. You know, let me go on Instagram. Let me see what she looks like here. And you know what it is because you can't, go to, her, else... you can't go to her Insta. No, no, I'm trying to see if this has been her shade for a while. Go to like. No, Go see, you know what ago, she was brown. We go to Google, and you get you get to see, you get to see like old school pictures of. Yes, mm. this is not. Um, That's a white. She's definitely is white over there though. It's crazy, man. And you know what it's about celebrities. Okay, I think it's a lighting man. Because there's a picture on her Instagram and the light is so bright she actually looks the same colour as there. Mm. 
But you know what it is with celebrities well? Because usually, say someone, say, okay, say for example, Gina had a party, yeah? And say it was Gina that we're talking about. It's Gina Brown or whatever, whatever. I can go on other people's stories and just see when they've taken videos with Gina. Do you get what I mean? Because it's Beyonce, there's not going to be, she's not going to be anyone's stories or anything like that. Because Beehive, innit? <laughs> well, last, last. I still want to know what cream she's using. What Thank you very much. Using. Not cream, creme. Cream. What cream she's using. It's crazy, man. It's so crazy. But yeah, um, someone else I was moving crazy over the weekend. Tiffany Haddish, man. So basically, she was arrested um, mm. over suspected DUI. Sis was driving and then she parked her car up and basically was sleeping in the car. Which I don't think sleeping in your car should be a crime, innit? But obviously, they're going to be like, how did you get there? So wait, what did mm. she do? She parked her car? She, was, she parked her car up and she was sleeping. So someone called the police saying that there was a woman sleeping in her car. Was her key in the ignition? I'm not sure, but I want the heating. I'm not going to be cold. But wait, is that, excuse <laughs> that, is that a crime? Is that how yeah, it is? Yeah, it is, man. So key, what, to sleep in your car? Yeah, with, with the key thinging and um, you being drunk. But I'm cold. Yeah, but what if, what if, I'm, I'm, not, not what if I'm not drunk? I'm yeah, just really tired. Yeah, I think you're just resting. <laughs> no, so for example, like, let's say I'm really, really tired, mm. right? And when I'm driving, like, my eyes are closing and yeah, it's, just, it's, it's not safe. Mm. So I pull up, park yeah, up, and I take a nap. Yeah, I think that's fine. So what's the, the issue? So what's no, because she was driving. She was drunk. Yeah, she was, yeah. yeah. She, was. she was driving under the influence. So she was arrested for So suspected... what if I got in my car? Yeah. Mm. Hit yeah. me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if I got in my car mm-hmm. after a motive? Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? This isn't going to end well. Yeah. I'm drunk. Yeah. Or I'm a bit, you know what I mean? Let me nap, sleep it off a bit. Yeah. And then go again. Are you still at the venue though? If you drive down the road and then start to nap, ma'am, you soon <laughs> drove or you were drunk. If you sat to nap how at the you venue. Know, how do you know? How do you know that I didn't park? Because I could have parked far from the venue. There could have been no parking. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So I could have walked to the car. But my question is, how, how would, would you know? know? <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's about the key though. No, but no, I but put I, the key I, in because I, I'm. I've just seen the temperature of what's yeah, happening no, in this right. climate. And cars, it makes no sense to me as well. Cars are freezing. And you can't even. You know when you start it a bit, but you don't start the full on engine. Yeah. Your battery will die. Your battery will die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your battery will literally die. It's happened to me. So what if I yeah, put the engine on? Awkward as heck. Bro. My sister well, had my car running in Costco. <laughs> Excuse me. What if I put the engine on oh. and recline my like you know because me I'm a, I will recline. I'm a recliner. You could put the you could put the engine on yeah. and go in the back seat. <laughs> it's an offense. The offense. Yes. The fact. Why? Because you be dri- driving. No, no, Wait. no. But I haven't driven. I haven't. I haven't driven. No, but that's what they were saying. But they don't know that because you're thinking that my point is to drive. Mm. I haven't driven. But what if I can prove to you? How can they prove it? Because iPhones, you can track your locations and all that stuff in it. It's so a skeptic like me. I turn my shit off. What? <laughs> it doesn't even matter to them. Huh? It, it, it no, but what if them. I can prove that I walked from the venue mm. to the car and the car was parked far away? And it's, obviously, I've got because, in the car. It's not because you've like moved the car. It's, it's because you started the car. Yeah, that you started your car. But I'm cold. Yeah, but you'd be in prison. I thought Michael <laughs> Kyle was joking when it, ha- when it happened in my life and kids. Yes, exactly. There you I go. thought that was a joke. No. Can I be honest? I had no Should idea. Like this is—it doesn't make sense. No, this is but, news to me. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. To be fair, they were like the temptation is there in it for you to just put your head, your foot on the accelerator and go. Yeah, but even if you like sat in, I don't know, the passenger seat, I don't think they allow it, man. It's crazy. No, I'm not. This isn't a hill that I want to die on. I'm genuinely asking yeah, questions because I had no idea, yeah, and because crazy. I had no idea, I can imagine one day me thinking, you know what? I sit in my car with my heating on all the time God if I'm not going anywhere. Can you imagine? Just make sure you ain't got no iPhone system. Yeah, basically. Right. Wow. Well, basically, yeah. So she was arrested for suspected DUI and improper stopping on a roadway. 
So the authorities responded to a 911 call around 2.30, saying that a driver had fallen asleep at the wheel. Um, but yeah, man. So she's going She's going to appear in court 4th of December to see what's happened. This is not her first DUI either. So I hope for her sake she does not end up in prison. That woman is going through it. Um, but she did make that... Later on that day, she did have a performance and she kind of poked fun at it. She said how she prayed to God. Um, she said, I prayed to God to send me a man with a job, career, preferably in a uniform. And he asked my prayers. Was it the police guy? <laughs> so, um, all the best to Tiffany Haddish. I like her, man. I think she's had a difficult, difficult year, man. Tiana Taylor spoke out. So, I told you guys last week about Tiana Taylor's um, business, basically, mm -hmm. where she filed for divorce from her husband earlier this year. She filed for the divorce under the initial, so it wouldn't be picked up by the public people. Even though it's public record, it wouldn't be picked up by the public, whatever, whatever, because of celebrities and whatnot. She essentially cited the fact that he's a he's a narcissistic, jealous man. He didn't want her to work, but at the same time, was criticizing for not working. He didn't want her having spotlight, even though she didn't really get her flowers. I thought it was a whole scene and whatnot. He then went to he filed a motion for their full names to be disclosed in the documents. Him doing that is why everybody came to know the details of their divorce. Mm. Cool. That's just how people found out. Basically, sis has now come on Instagram and said. I mind my business. Don't bother nobody. And y'all know I've never played about my children, family, or our privacy. Later. Mm -hmm. I have not spoken on this private matter to any media outlets or blogs, etc. So everyone claiming, Tiana said, didn't get any statements directly from me. I mean, statements were directly from the court documents you filed, but okay. Um, these statements were taken from private court documents that were leaked to the public. It is very heartbreaking that someone would take out the time to make such a private matter public for the world to see. However, protecting my family is one thing I've always done and for my children, I will continue to do so. Please, if y'all love your play nieces, Junie and Rue, like y'all have shown, please allow myself and family some privacy to resolve this matter in peace. Love y'all. <coughs> Sorry. Essentially, to be honest, quite long, so short. Her man is when I leaked it. Yeah. Her man leaked it because the reason why she did it on filed under initials is because she knows that like the press and stuff are going to pick up. So your man fussed up himself. I guess he wanted some kind of attention based on court documents and her findings anyway. And then now the attention's here, and then now everyone's acting shocked. But I do think that some men, yeah, they they um, yeah, some people. Let me say some people, so you people don't get your thongs in a bunch this morning. But some people um bank on the fact that they know their partner will do anything for their children and like try and protect their children and stuff like that. Because him doing what he did, yeah, there was no need for that. The 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 judge knows you are I and she is T. There was no need for all of that dramatics. Mm. But anyways, there you have it. But do you know what's dumb though? In him doing that, it's like you want to be not center of attention, but like whatever. But in you doing that, it's dumb because now everyone knows that you're a raging narcissist. Do you know what's killing me? That's exactly it, because it's a case in point. Because you did all of this to get attention, and she yeah. said in her documents mm -hmm. that you hated when she would get attention and you wanted more attention for yourself. And then here you go, create attention for yourself. Literally. Gosh, embarrassing. And then lastly, so obviously, Beyonce, speaking of Beyonce, Beyonce um, has got the Renaissance movie coming out. I'll be honest here, that is a businesswoman. Because for the whole year, people were banging on about Renaissance tour, Renaissance tour. She was touring from Timbuktu to Scandinavia and stuff. And then now she's, it's about to happen all over again because now she's got a movie of this thing. And guess what? Last time it was on Netflix. This time you got to go to the cinema to, do, to watch it. Mm, good for you, little boy. Got to go to the cinema to watch it. 
So um, basically, right? It's a good move, though. Like financially, sick move. Gonna make loads of money from that. Sick, sick move. Like sick move financially. Economics man is not here, but he would have rated this. Yeah. But um, basically, obviously, as people know, when Blue Ivy performed with her in her first show, that went viral and whatnot. And apparently, okay, let me read. So this is this is basically sorry. What's my words? Basically, this was addressed in the movie, and it says, "Turns out Blue Ivy's performance was only supposed to be a one-off." And even that took some negotiating. She told me she was ready to perform and I told her no, Beyonce says in the film. Though she finally relented, Beyonce was dismayed when Blue Ivy read comments on social media that criticised her lacklustre moves. But but it thrilled her mother that instead of quitting, she decided to put in the work and train even harder for future stops. So she was meant to just do one show. Her mom didn't really want her doing it anyway. But obviously, sis saw the comments that she wasn't that great at dancing, which she wasn't. I'm gonna be real. I mentioned it on here that no, when I go to the when I go to the tour, I'm not trying to see Blue Ivy on the stage. That's not what I'm here to see. Because you know, sometimes people just like, oh, your kid can sing, your kid can do. No, they can't. Mm. No, you just obviously, I'm not for breaking kids, shattering their dreams and mm-hmm. stuff. I would let the kids know that you are the best thing that happens in sliced bread. However, That's for sure, I'm it. paying for this. Now I'm here for. I'm not here. This is not I'm here for. But Blue, Blue Ivy, actually, when you look at. Her, when I saw, did she come up? She came out my show. She killed it. So from when she did but the first one, you can even one, see the progression. Though. You see, because someone did a, a side by side of her first performance and her last one, yeah. and the first one was very much like, mm. yeah, 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 kind of going with emotions. But by the last one, she really was in an element. She was feeling the music like so big up but, Blue Ivy man. But you know, what I think her. that also is though, yeah. And I think we were very harsh on her because. Performing in front of a stage yeah. of that magnitude, yeah. even a professional will get nervous. nervous. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. There is obviously that. she got. It's that practice makes perfect. You get used to the environment. You get used to the crowd. Yeah. So she was always going to get better. In she my was, opinion. Yeah. And it's sweet though because basically you saw her kind of like through the other shows. She started to interact with the crowd as well. Like she threw a peace sign. She would throw them kisses and stuff like that. And it was really, really. It was actually cute to see her progression. So big up Blue Ivy for that man. Love that for obviously. I feel like she's the most criticized um, celebrity baby. Obviously, some of you are deaf on crack because when this girl was a baby, you start talking about her hair being nappy and all that kind of stuff. Mad, 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 mad scenes. But big up Blue Ivy, stylish icon. Um, she's gonna be a household name, man. You can't have a parent like Beyonce and be uh, what's it called? Medium. And her dad. That's true. Sorry, I always forget about the man. <laughs> and Jay Z. That's true. He's very quiet. I like a quiet husband, you know. Those are guys. But anyways. That is it for me. Let's get into some motivation on Monday. Because I, I made the sounds. No. no, that's why. No. Stand on business. No, what? listen. What was, what was it? You have a whole week of potential ahead. New Monday. An egg. New week. New possibilities. Let's do this. And that's it. Oh, that's two seconds. Yes. Can you replay them, please? Because my heart was strong. <laughs> I wasn't in the right place. <laughs> you have a whole week of potential ahead. New Monday, new week, new possibilities. Let's do this. That's great. You have a whole week okay. of potential ahead. So new stubborn. Monday, new week. New possibilities. Let's do this. What's your hat saying now? Is it tender? When is the neck? <laughs> <laughs> well, because it was hard before. Now you know if it's tender. I think I was going to shade him. <laughs> then I missed the whole thing. But um, all right, lovely. Thank you. 
I hope you guys feel motivated. I did, I did, I'll be honest with you, I did pray that because last week was tough on me. Last week was hard. So I'm not trying to have that energy this week. So we go again. Let's get into our last headlines for today. All right, this, our first headline is about climate protests. More than 100 arrested at world's largest coal port. A two-day blockade of the world's largest coal port has triggered 109 arrests. Hundreds of activists swam, swam, probably swarmed to the place. My bad. So hundreds of activists swam or used kayaks to occupy the Newcastle port's shipping lane in Australia to, pro- to protest climate, in- climate inaction. They claimed the disruption prevented over half a million tons of coal from leaving the country. Australia is the world's second biggest coal exporter and relies on the fossil fuel for its own electricity needs. Located roughly 170 kilometres, which is about 105 miles from Sydney, the port of Newcastle is the country's most important terminal for coal shipments. An estimated 3,000 people from across Australia took took part in the 30-hour weekend blockade of its shipping lane, which had been approved by police. But dozens of protesters remained in the water, following the protest cutoff point, triggering 109 arrests, including five minors who were subsequently released. On Monday, 104 people were charged over their refusal to leave the Harbour Channel, according to a statement from New South Wales Police. And our next headline takes us to Sierra Leone. Sierra Leone has been placed under a nationwide curfew after armed men broke into prisons, setting inmates free. Damn. Send on business. Detainees from a number of major facilities were released on Sunday morning, said the West African nation's information minister. Early on, the gunmen had attacked a military barracks in capital city Freetown. Residents reported hearing gunshots at the barracks, which are located close to the presidential residence. After the attack, the Ministry of Information declared an immediate curfew. Residents across the country are strongly recommended to stay indoors and flights to and from the nation's only international airport have been cancelled. The assailants have been pushed back to the outskirts of Freetown. Information Minister Shano Barr said at around 1.30 local time. The political situation in Sierra Leone has remained tense since June when President Bayo was re-elected, narrowly missing out on the need to have a runoff. International observers have condemned inconsistencies and a lack of transparency in the, in the count, as well as acts of violence and intimidation. Now, last headline for today, trigger warning on this. The daughter of a man who was shot dead by Metropolitan Police officers after he threatened to take his own life has paid tribute to her caring father as she launched a fundraiser to help pay for his funeral. Giedrios Vasiljevas, who's age 40, was shot twice by officers at his house in Dagenham, East London, Mm. at around 9pm on Thursday. He had phoned 999 and told the operator that he wanted to take his own life and that he had loaded guns, according to a police statement. Officers were scrambled to his home using a specialist... What? Sorry, I'm just deep in what I'm reading. He called about suicide mm. and they came to kill him. Officers were scrambled to his home using a specialist negotiator to try to defuse the situation. But Mr. Vasil Jevas is understood to have confronted officers on his doorstep before shots were fired. Mr. Vasil Javaz, Javaz's daughter, Astuja, has now set up an online fundraising page to help raise cash for his funeral expenses. Assistant Met Commissioner Matt Twist said, Our thoughts remain with the loved ones of the man who has died, 
with the local community in Dagenham and the officers involved in this incident. The IOPC is independently investigating this matter. It is right that officers are held to account when shots are fired and we will work with the IOPC to provide all the information they need to carry out their inquiries. Our armed officers are highly trained and work around the clock to keep people safe in London. We ask them to do an incredibly difficult job every day and make split-second split decisions under huge pressure. A fatal police shooting is rare. The officers involved in this matter are being supported as they assist the IOPC investigation. The Independent Office for Police Conduct, that's the IOPC, is investigating the incident. It's time to pay the bills, honey. It's time to pay the bills. Let's get into the reaction. Okay, I'll do the first two. Okay. So this is about Terry Venables. Is that how you say it? Yes. Venables. Nailed it. No, Venables. Venables. He's a former England manager. He's died at the age 80 after a long illness. Sad news. So former England manager Terry... I forgot what I said. Venables has died at the age of 80 after a long illness. Venables managed England from 1994 to 96, most notably leading them to the semi-finals of Euro 96 on home soil. A former England player, he also managed Barcelona and Tottenham. We are totally devastated by the loss of a wonderful husband and father who passed away peacefully yesterday after a long illness, his family statement said. We would ask that privacy be given at this incredibly sad time to allow us to mourn the loss of this lovely man who we were so lucky to have had in our lives. Venables won La, La Liga and reached the European Cup final with Barcelona and lifted the FA Cup with Tottenham. These are actually the um, thingies. So do you want to do it together? The scores? Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about some of the scores from the weekend. Busy so, weekend, wasn't it? Do you know? Yeah, it really Very was. busy. Girl. Crazy. Aston Villa mm. won two against Tottenham Hotspurs, who scored one. Mm. Manchester United okay. <laughs> <laughs> scored three <laughs> against Everton, who scored nil. Zero. Mm. Manchester City and Liverpool both drew one all. One what? One all. Oh, I thought you said 1-0. No, 1-0. Oh. That's correct English, no? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, but because you're a Ghanaian bag, I thought you could say 1-1. Um, no, it'd be normal. West Ham United. <laughs> <laughs> West Ham United scored two against Burnley, who scored one. Luton scored two against Crystal Palace, who scored one. Newcastle United scored four against Chelsea, who scored one. Damn. Brighton scored three against Nottingham Forest, who scored two. Bournemouth scored three against Sheffield United, who scored one. And Arsenal scored one Arsenal. against Brentford, who scored nil. Pick up Arsenal. Arsenal. Um, Everton's score was zero. Manchester United, three. Um, Manchester United moved up to the sixth, sixth in the Premier League table with a 3-0 win over Everton at Goodison Park. That was lit up by Alejandro... Garnaco's aerobatic goal. Did I say his name right? Nailed it. Come on. Women in sports. I don't believe this man. Every time he says we nailed it, we I didn't know. know shit. 
We'll, when he we'll, says we nailed you know it, I know we got it wrong. We'll find out in the comments. We'll find out. <laughs> His stunning overhead kick put United ahead inside three minutes. And though Everton had chances to level it, Marcus Rashford's... Did I get that right? Yes. Thank you. Penalty and Anthony Martial's neat finish put it beyond Sean Dyke? Dyke. Dick. Dish. I was going to say Dish, but I thought... <laughs> Sean Dish's side in their first game since being deducted 10 points. The defeat means Everton remains 19th while Eric Ten Hag's fifth win in sixth Premier League's game. None of this is making sense. No, me. no, damn One sense. achieved while he was watching on from the stand seven. A touchline suspension means United are now only six points off the top of the table. Do you know what's so funny about um, sports news is that you get you read the score and then the news it, is just about what happened and who kicked what. Yeah. It's like, okay. Okay. Um, Man City and Liverpool, so both drew one all. Um, Trent Alexander. Brandon Cameron's the wrong person. Was that on purpose? You receiving nudes? Trent Alexander Arnold <laughs> cancelled out Erin Helen's opener late in the game to earn Liverpool a 1 1 draw with Manchester United at Etihad. Yeah, sounds about right. Helen's 27th minute strike, his 50th Premier League goal, had put City in control of the oh, game. That's sick. And the defending champions had chances to secure a 24th win from 24 home games in all competitions. But they were left stunned by Alexandra, Alexander Arnold's late equaliser. The draw was enough to keep Pep Guardilio's team at the top of the Premier League table upon the final whistle. Still one point ahead of Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool, but having leaked away points late on for the second game in a row, this title race is very much on. Ooh. And lastly... Do you look? Do you, do you not actually find this stuff interesting? I was gonna say, like, this is <laughs> sorry, just... I know we're digressing, but I'm just thinking. Ah. Oh, there's even a no. No, I'm not doing that one. No, there's more. No, we're not. Okay, look at I'll look do at the last the, two. No, look at the big thing in the middle. Oh, we can leave. Oh, okay, yeah, lovely. girl. That was like, damn. Mm -mm. Newcastle scored four against Chelsea. Scored one. Newcastle overcame their injury crisis to deservedly claim a four-one win against all an ill-disciplined Chelsea side who had Reese James sent off during the second half collapse. After taking four points from games against Tottenham and Manchester City before the international break, Chelsea should have been relishing the opportunity to take on a Newcastle side that was forced to name three goalkeepers and a host of under-21s on the bench. But, as they have so often done this season, the Blues followed up their positive results with a shocking performance at St James's Park, going behind early thanks to Alexandra Isaac's clinical finish. Raheem Sterling levelled with a stunning free kick, but that was as good as it got for Chelsea, who produced a shambolic second-half display. <laughs> Jamal Lascelles put Newcastle back in front after an hour before Jolington added a third just a minute later, thanks to Thiago Silva's uncharacteristic error. And things went from bad to worse for the visitors, with James dismissed after collecting two entirely avoidable bookings before Anthony Gordon drilled in a fourth to move Newcastle to within three points of the top four. Mm. I don't know what any of that means, what I've just thing. read, but thank you for tuning into Women in Sports. Do you know what I think? I think that men who can pronounce these names and stuff, you should be bilingual. Because these are languages. Languages yeah. that people do not speak. Literally. So, <laughs> love that for y'all. All right, well, let's get into our outro. Oh, look at God. Mm. 
Oh, did you not? No. Oh, like, send it to me so I can play it. Yes, because it's so like, oh, you know when you're just so embarrassed? When you're just so embarrassed on... The blue. For what? The girl in blue. For everybody, Brent. Everybody, everybody. It's just not it, man. Am I emailing, all right? Yep. Sorry, y'all. That's this is like a. Cause you know I'm I'm not really, it's, it's, it's giving done out here. I'll be real with you. For who? Everybody, everybody, everybody. all parties involved. Everybody. Even me, because I'm 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 the shame <laughs> upon my body. Watching this is just so. Ugh. Can I just say something, Brent? You actually were trying to set me up. He did because I'm reading the comments. <laughs> he got he got you to say dick on it. <laughs> Oh, so that's not actually his name? Yeah, I don't think it's Dick. Oh. Because the boys be doing bun up, bun up, bun up. <laughs> so, I don't think it's Dick. But, all right, he's got his sound bite. I feel like Brent likes it because he gets sound bites. He's like, okay. Anyway, they've asked that they want me to do it. They never want to hear Marks do it again, so yeah. Period. Not Mrs. Marks doing it. No, people are upset. Do you know where is the passion? I'm tired, guys. Right, this is the video. Do you know what? I appreciate you, black queens. It's me, me in the car, by the way. Where you from? London. They're British. Oh, you're yes. from London? Yes. London, South London, South London. I'm coming to London in December to O2. My brother said I'm going to No, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. He said, he said, give her 20 racks. She said, period. What? I'm your biggest fan. Why I, she I appreciate you, Black Queen. He's the one that's giving me the ink. I, 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 I appreciate you, Black Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw no, up. Don't do that again, man. I'm going to throw she, up. Why is she turning around? Why is she no, turning around? I kept her she, back to him. Because she wants to show. Show what? My goodies. My goodies. My goodies. My goodies. My goodies. Why is she still there like that? Because she wants him to see her goodies. Ash. Is it? And then please keep playing because we have to take in the other friend. Why, 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 why didn't she lead with her the, the, the prime assets? Isn't the prime asset her face? Her titties. Oh. What? You think that her tits are better than her face? I didn't say that. As for you, I, I just can I just that. say something? Both of you yeah, are basically saying that she's a tip drill. What? If you don't know what that is. I don't know what that is, go, so I'm not saying it. Go and ask, <laughs> go and ask Nelly. How could I be saying what Somebody I don't, don't know? know. <laughs> You're basically saying. I'm your biggest fan. I she, she, even, she even did like a, a big. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna she, throw up. She's no. She's I'm going to throw up. I just want it in my mouth. I'm just gonna throw up. She was. She, she didn't spend long before she and turned around. I'm sorry. The hair is rude. Confident that her face could basically woo him. She's showing her. She's showing her her goodies. Biggest fan. I appreciate you, Black Queens. And she doesn't turn around again. Look, girl, not with half a bundle. Don't do that. Where you from? London. Where you from? London. But she moved her. Where you from? Where you from? She said it. She said move. Where you from? London. You see she with the box that she said. Not in front of me. Yeah, that's why she's done that. I'm coming to London in December to O2. Bro, go, go. How did you no, know, sis? I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm coming back. Down bad, man. Are you that one in your group? In your circle? No. The one that gets moved. <laughs> Are you sick? Oh, the one that does. <laughs> the mover. Are you the mover? Or did the you shaker? Hear? That's what I'm talking about. No, but I don't move my friends, though. I don't compete. I, think your friend is I, don't, mad. Co I don't compete Sorry. with my friends. You know, can I tell you what this is giving me? Can I be completely honest with you? What's it giving? This is giving me. I think I'm the shit 
you're blocking, like, you're not yeah, nice. Yeah, 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 so yeah. move out the way move so out the way. I this, can this secure is mine. this. This is mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it's giving. Because first you told her to you told her to move and you moved her with your hands. Then the she sec- wasn't even in her, in her face at that the second time. And then time, you, you did know? it again the second time. Like, to me, you're like, you're treating her like, oh, I know what I mean. I don't know if I can even say it. You said her birthday's in one week. Sorry, bro, you got me play. I didn't hear that. No, she said my birthday's in December. Didn't you say it's coming to London in December? Because I'm coming to... And she said, she said something about her birthday, though. I thought she said my birthday's in December. So she was like, oh, you said that last time, but you didn't come. I was thinking, oh, my gosh. No, this is so cringe. Oh, thanks, Finan. Said my nails are on point. Thank you. They're, um, yeah, got black tips on them. Yeah, man. You went to room 187 yesterday? I Someone did. says that you looked good. <laughs> you look like a goodie. Oh, fine. Lauren Lewis. Uh, thank you, girl. Sorry, can we just talk about how I got hoodwinked? You got cheated? Bamboozled. I got cheated. I'm even still talking you about lost? it now. She was making me laugh, yeah? The I'm makeup boys are like, Gina, give it a rest. And I'm like, I'm not going to give it a rest because you look cheated. And 187 is like, oh, was that oversight? No. Fuck what kind your of oversight. oversight. Is that? Well, but, that'll do it. Yeah. Do you know why? Because when I wanted to request a song, you let said, no, it's not part of the category. It's not part of the rules. However, you let those weasels win a point for a song that was not part of the category How either. can you call them weasels? They are. They're cats. <laughs> so, of course, they're weasels. So, no. I'm not oh, having it. Dude. I demand a rematch because, I'm sorry, if the rules are the songs have to be from 1990 to 2008, how are they winning with a song that's in 1986. It's not part of the category. You lost. Damn. So, well, and everyone's getting on to me because of the blunder I made, yeah. What's your blunder? So, the song was, do you know what I realised? I'm really good at, like, I'm actually like a jukebox. I'm going to be honest with you. Because, every song that played, yeah, yeah, that wasn't my turn, I got it within seconds. And everyone on my team was literally just like... If you tell me they were your songs, you didn't get it, I'll be shaffy. No, there was only one There was only one song that I didn't get, but it was hard. It was freaking um, 50 Cent, Tony Yeo, Seduction. But they sped up the song, like, and oh. they sped it up so fast... That you wouldn't catch it. And it was annoying because I caught the song and I caught a lyric and I kept saying the lyric. Like, oh, I, I, trying to, okay, yeah, but I was, on, I was on the pressure. He was like, you got five seconds. And I kept saying the lyric and I was like, where is this song from? And then I finally got it and everyone, no, it was, it was, it was really hard. But anyway, I flopped because it was Chris Brown, Say Goodbye, yeah? Oh. And I was like, goodbye. You should have had me on your team. The song was obviously Say Goodbye. Say Goodbye, yeah. yeah and I did goodbye and everyone was like, mm. Anyway, yeah. You don't normally sit and add couch as a loser, to be honest. You Pardon? Know? You don't normally sit and add couch as a loser. No, but that's why. Ask, every, stand up. ask anybody that was there. <laughs> I was very um, competitive. Salty by it. No, I argued. I argued with everybody. I kept arguing with the host. Because so... I, I just was like, your rules don't make sense. No, it's so funny. I don't like losing. They've never been challenged. So Clearly. I'm going to poke a hole <laughs> where there isn't one <laughs> to find a loophole <laughs> to make sure that my team win. Well, Lauren does co-sign. I was she not said twer- it was a really tough one. I was not twerking like a rotisserie chicken. No, no, it's about the girl in the blue. Oh. The blue girl. Oh. Nick Mills girl. I was thinking I didn't do that. Just to be if you're supposed to fighting trying to win. Literally. No, they're talking about the blue girl. But um Lauren oh, did say a... it was hard. No, it she was said it was a tough one. That was really, really hard. But I feel like with do you know what song Koi didn't get it and I was so upset. 
Because it was juvenile back then. Ass up. And I kept saying, it's my anthem, it's my anthem. As soon as they played it, I got it straight away. And I kept saying, it's a twerk song. Well, can't you guys work together? No, you can't. Team? No, that's the thing. Oh, that's silly it's, then. It's, it's literally like... How was that teamwork then? Why do I have a team not... then? So the only the only category that was teamwork was the last one where... You have to dance. You have to... There's like a spinning roll. And whatever the category is, you guys have to pick a song to represent it. What was your category? So we did three each. I think the first one was... So one of the um, <laughs> one of the categories was R.I.P. No, uh, we did two pack him up. It was so funny. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> we all became gangsters. They were like, okay, different records. I'm so done. Um, another category was boy bands. Okay, what do you guys do? Boy cement end of the road. But that was yeah. only because we knew we were never gonna win. Because remember, I told yeah, them not they rehearse. Yeah. Um, Black Street, don't leave me. They had a whole routine, so yeah, we're never gonna win anyway. Never and then the other category was dance routine. So we did Cisco Fong Song. Okay. And they did Candy. But my thing is Candy shouldn't have won because Candy's not from the, the time era, the time period. Yeah, yeah, they were weasels, man. Yeah, weasels. Yeah, yeah winners though. Mm, you know what? Can I be honest? Not really, because I feel like if you won and you know that you was <laughs> you, like you you did it's not authentic, innit? Like it's not really a it's not really a win. You, you can't, you can't bask in the glory of it. Just kidding me, I hear you, yeah, but everyone I went to the event was like, oh, Meerkat's one. No, I hear it, but you know, but that's why, and I kept being really, so, <laughs> the Chris Brown one, right? Yeah. I went up against Deji, and Deji didn't know the song, right? But obviously I said Chris Brown, goodbye. Obviously it was wrong, so it was say goodbye. So then he went, and he won, and I was like, no, but as a man, and everyone was like, do you not? No, as a man. <laughs> I was like, as a man, are you proud that you got this point because I assisted you? Don't stand here in your glory because if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have got this point. So behind every black man is a what? Everyone was like, do you know it's not that deep? I said, no, oh no, it is. Me. It is. This is so That's funny. the smoke I was on. We can tell. Basically. Because I did I not take losing. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Well, Brent, you did this, so. Mm. You brought it up. You should know. She already expressed to us how annoyed she was about it. Sorry. But, um, all right. Well, we'll come to the end of the show now, guys. Um, hold on. Let me just read what I need to read. Please don't forget to like the video. It helps us with our algorithm and helps this lovely platform grow. So please like the video. Also subscribe to our channel as well. We're trying to get to 5K before the end of the year. Excuse me. Are you all right? What are Is you singing? Right? Oh, end of the road. Yeah, well, I want to get to the end of this road. So can we... What's that? Hurt. Thank you. It's distracting me. Um, if you guys want to see Brent do karaoke then at um, the TDA live show, let I'm me know. To be there but you lot should man. go to you lot yeah, should yeah. go to the Meerkat live show though. That's going to be on the tenth of December. I'm planning nah, it for them. Sick. Six, just six, because the Meerkat boys, man. They're gonna do, and it's annoying because I'm not here because everyone knows how much I love karaoke. So they're doing they're doing a karaoke segment um in their show. So you guys should definitely go check it out. Sick. Go and check out yeah, go and check out their um show. It'll be lit. Yeah. They're very lit podcasts. No, I love them. Good energy. Um, also, yeah, so follow, follow us on social media platforms as well. Please kindly share the clips that Brent so um, carefully and creatively puts together. Um, follow us the day after TNB, Instagram, Twitter, and on Clock App, on TikTok. Uh, if you want to send your dilemmas in, the number is 075-6484-1073. That is also the number to call when we're live on air. And if you want to inquire about the show, feature on the show, our email address is the day after at thenewblack.com. Everyone have a great Monday and we will see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.